Hello and welcome to Remotely Working, the podcast where we discuss productivity, intentional living, health and leadership for remote workers, with the goal of helping you integrate your life and work well. My name is Justin DeRose, your host and the founder of Effective Remote Work. Today we're talking with Will Galvin, founder of Giga Green Technologies based in Fargo, North Dakota. Will, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today. Can you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure thing. Thanks for having me, Justin. Um, my name is Will Galvin. Uh, I was born and raised in North Dakota. I'm currently 31. Um, started a business here in the Fargo uh, Red River Valley. And yeah, uh, I come from very rural North Dakota, uh, a small town called Pick City, um, small 150 population max, and we actually doubled up in the summer based off of like campers and campgrounds and the state park. Just a few other things. I, I guess I built my first computer when I was um, early 90s or late 90s, I guess. Um, father was always kind of helping me, but really had the drive early on. And yeah, yeah, that's cool. I remember um, I, I got into computers about the same time, actually, of building PCs at home. My dad bought a really expensive, very low powered computer in like 97, 98 or something like that. And that's what kind of introduced me to that whole world. And an interesting story, you and I have a little bit of a connection. We used to work for the same company previously. We crossed paths a little bit uh, for that. But then you went off and did some work for other companies. And now you've started your company. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your company and what you do? Companies Giga Green Technologies. Uh, we started in 2016 and um, really focused on Microsoft technologies and implementing Office 365, Azure, and pretty much the Microsoft stack through and through. Really focused on security as well. And actually, we're seeing the com company more pivot to security policy and future upcoming federal requirements, um, something called CMMC, cybersecurity maturation models. Um, totally different conversation, but it's very exciting to kind of follow the the cyber landscape and just see how people need to be protecting themselves. Yeah, and from what I understand, uh, Giga Green is a remote work company. How did you get started in remote work and what made you decide to have Giga Green follow that model? Being so rural my whole life, I traveled 25 miles to school every day, right? My attendance was atrocious. <laughs> I hated going. I you was know, still a straight-A student, just never wanted to be there because... One, I didn't really feel challenged, and it was just a burden to go there. So a lot of it became, how do I get all my schoolwork done and still get it into school? And I mean, there's email options and all of that type of thing. And to me, the commute was a burden on the knowledge. And I had some things where I would learn from home. So that was kind of like my first introduction to it, right? And um, it, it worked out pretty well. So I guess that's how Giga came to be is out of necessity is I just don't want to be restrained to where I'm working. I want to be able to take a, a surface or just if, if I need to redeploy a computer on the spot and start working, you know, as a full on power user. And I, that's where I want to be with my work. And I try to get other people to there. So well, with Green being remote based, I'm sure that there's been a number of benefits to remote work that you have seen. Can you tell us a little bit about what you enjoy most about working remotely and how that's benefited your company? Absolutely. And that's the flexibility to work where you need to, right? Um, I do agree it's a good idea to have a centralized office location where you can sit down and be a power worker, um, where it's your comfortable space, everything's set up. But 
that doesn't eliminate your need to be a field and working, you know, independently as a, you know, arm or checking out some sort of readings or having a physical presence, but still having your data and tools that you need at your hands. Um, the mobility aspect and being able to, to work where I need to is really what's key to me. I obviously work better in a solidified office and my command station, right? But um, I, I love that person ability to, the portability to go out and, to, you know, have a sales demo or a meeting or something with a customer and have everything available to me and then just show them like I was sitting at my desk, right? Um, obviously, you have all the tools to bring them in, but you need to be able to be versatile. Yeah, that's that's very true. And I mean, so something interesting about the work that you do is that it's primarily working with IT clients. And so, I mean, you can't totally handle problems with IT hardware completely remotely, you know, from your bedroom or wherever you have your office, you have to be out and about sometimes to be able to go check on physical hardware or replace parts, things like that. I can definitely tell like that having that flexibility is super helpful for me. I know I, I work totally in, in software now as my primary um, employment, but the thing that's really helpful for me is just being able to pick up my laptop and go to a coffee shop. Sometimes it's just that change of environment that really helps keep the workday fresh and being able to move through things and stay productive. Or like I have uh, three young kids at home, having some flexibility to say, I need to work in the living room and kind of help my wife with kids stuff throughout the day. That can be a really uh, big benefit too. Now I'm sure as time has gone on with working remotely, you've probably run into some things that are challenging. Uh, is there anything that you've found to be difficult uh, with working remotely? Yeah. Um, sometimes there's isolation, right? I mean, uh, especially in the IT world, when you start getting into very in-depth uh, process built things, right? And you're you're analyzing how things are working. And I mean, you're really in like log files and you look up and the whole day's gone and right, like you're just, you realize you haven't really talked to anybody and you, you, you need to, right? I mean, you need to be able to communicate with your team or your customers or whoever it might be what's going on besides what's in your realm right and that that has to be like an active effort to overcome it um especially in times now because we're asking for social isolation right, from everybody right social distancing but not um distancing of interaction right like we have to find new ways to adapt and new ways to communicate new ways to be personable new ways to you know just be human again i guess right um, i mean things are changing or that's you know we're seeing a relief but um it's good to know that people can adapt and you know flex and use technology to you know essentially fill these voids that they would have otherwise yeah, I mean, loneliness in remote work is something that I know every remote-based company needs to actively fight against, and every remote worker. I know I myself. I mean, talking through that, like I've, I've had to completely reevaluate how I do things in life because previously, you know, I'd go to work, I'd be there with coworkers, I'd go on site with customers, and I would talk to them face to face. And now that I work completely remotely from people and the 
only other adult that I usually have a conversation with face to face in a given day is my wife. I have to be really intentional to get out of the house and have conversations with friends or to call people. And technology like you're talking about, especially in the time of the pandemic, which we're in right now at the time of this recording, it's been really a benefit. There's definitely drawbacks with it. You don't get some of the same interactions or the you know, water cooler style conversations that you would, you know, like with uh, working in an office or face to face with people. But it definitely does uh, fit the bill for a lot of those social interactions that you need if you can't get out of the house. Now, if you can, that's probably a better thing to do. Since you have a few years of experience working remotely, if there's any, do you have any advice that you could give to other remote workers that might help them navigate working remotely, especially if they're maybe doing it for the first time? Routine is huge, right? Um, I mean, just in, if you weren't working remotely, you'd have a routine anyway, right? So you got to be able to maintain that and stick to it and have a schedule. And I, I mean, not strictly right i mean I, I still enjoy the freedom of moving around any object on my calendar as need be um you know within reason um but you know still having a you know wake up and bedtime right exercise helps getting out you know walking around um refocuses you talking more just i mean you have the technology stop texting and just call them and sit on a video bridge and just let it just let it happen like what you don't always have to be in production mode or presentation mode, right? You can just sit and have a conversation with your coworkers. Um, I mean, if you're feeling disconnected, I mean, other people are too, just call them up, just sit on a conversation, right? I mean, if I don't know how many times in the office I would just stand up and talk to the people around me in the cubicles and things, right? So the only way to do that now is just to call, you know? I mean, you can chat, but it's still, it's less, right? I mean, there's no physical interaction at that point, right? You can't, no body language is established or anything like that. And I, my voice, and I've been told as many times, is very deep. And um, if I grumble or anything, I can be completely misheard and it's not matching my body language at all. And that's something that I personally get over by being on the video because they see me, right? And not not just the, the grumble that I might let out, right? Like it wasn't intentional. It's just slip of mind or slip of tongue, right? I think you hit on a lot of very important things there. Like first routine, that's super big when every day looks the same and you're not going outside as much as you used to. It's important to have a routine and then also communication as well. You know, it it's super important when you're working remotely to communicate well, like you're talking about and being aware, you know, some companies, they live on video calls and, and that's a super good thing. And some, some don't, some take a more asynchronous approach to communication and you still have to communicate well, but your communication needs to be more thought out, reviewed, long form style writing in a sense versus just these short messages back and forth. Because like you're talking about, they can be misconstrued. But if you have more verbose, explained communication, that can definitely help. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what your routine looks like or maybe some of the things that have helped you stay on track? I mean, you mentioned a consistent time to get up and go to bed. Is there anything else in the day that um, maybe has helped you out um, staying on track? From a team perspective, scrum meetings 
um, just quick hit meetings in the morning, um, research Scrum methodology if you want to get more into it, but just understanding what everybody's up to, including myself and planning the day, um, kind of more poignant meetings, like you were saying, right? Um, sales planning meetings and I you know, very targeted, short burst meetings for certain things. Um, obviously, that's not a daily thing, but throughout the week and things. Uh, a lot of my daily activities are just routinely checking XYZ, right? Alerts, emails, whatever. And those are built into my calendar with time that I can move around. I mean, it's not even a calendar that anybody else can see. It's just in my OneNote. It's not interactive at all, but it's just like something that... Um, it's for me, right? It's not for anybody else. And I mean, it includes personal items and I actually have like a side chart of all the, 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 the personal items I need to move in throughout the week and things, including like laundry. It's my turn to cook. Is it who's walking the dogs, mowing, you know, all, all those things. Right. And they get thrown into these time slots that I have in this blank calendar. And I mean, I just communicate with my team and when I'm available and when I'm not, it might be two o'clock in the afternoon and I'm out mowing, but it's only for, you know, a half hour and then I'm back at work and it doubles as, you know, your, it, it serves a lot of purpose, right? It, it, it gets you out. It refocuses your mind. It gets you a little bit of exercise and then, you know, it's, it's like a break, right? It's almost my lunch break in some cases and stacking the activities like that has been really helpful. One thing I do is, you know, I'll try to do all of my processing stuff right up front. Any place where I get communications that come in, whether that's emails or text messages, uh, forums that I'm a part of, chats and stuff, I try to review all of those at the same time. And then I set aside some time to do a really deep focus task. I only have a certain amount of time to do that. And so then, you know, before my brain just totally goes to mush and I need to take a break away from it. And then that's when I usually do those other things like you talk about, like going to take a break to mow the lawn in the afternoon. That's a great time to just let your mind unwind. But especially if you've been working on like digging through logs or trying to get your head into how a complicated system works and you're, especially if you're stuck on something, taking a break like that can be a really uh, big hack to uh, let your mind kind of unwind and process on it. It's amazing the things that our uh, our mind does subconsciously. Will, I wanted to thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Uh, where can people find you and your company, GigaGreen? I'm on LinkedIn, uh, Will Galvin, probably just search me. Uh, the company is giga-green.com. Um, on social media, Giga Green Tech info at gigagreen, giga-green.com is always a good way to get a hold of us as well. That closes out today's episode of Remotely Working. Check out remotelyworking.net to subscribe. Give us feedback by emailing us at hello at effectiveremotework.com. For more free resources designed for remote workers, head over to effectiveremotework.com. My name is Justin DeRose, and this has been Remotely Working. Remotely Working.